Okay. Um, so do we want to start this with our script and then we'll, oh, yeah, yes. and then we'll go into our informing the masses that we have a cat with us today. Let's just start with, there's a cat! And then go on to the script. Okay. Uh, we're, Kelly is pet sitting for Joey the Magnificent Cat. He's the best. So, Joey the Magnificent. If there is cat noises in background, that's because there is cat in background. <laughs> if at any point we'd all just stop talking and get real quiet for a moment, it's because we're staring at Excellent. All right. Excellent. Excellent. All righty. Welcome to Podcast, a Pretty Little Liars podcast, where we are watching and discussing every episode of Pretty Little Liars, one at a time, spoiler free. My name is Emily. I'm Kelly. And I'm Addie. Emily and Kelly have seen all of Pretty Little Liars. And Addie's experiencing the show for the first time. This week, we're discussing Season 1, Episode 3, To Kill a Mocking Girl. This episode was written by Oliver Goldstick and directed by Elodie Keene. To Kill a Mocking Girl originally aired on Tuesday, June 22nd, 2010. This is the one where old and new relationships are examined as the girls try to pay tribute to Allison's memory. Last week, Addie's predictions included that Allie might have been, might have been seeing Spencer's sister's boyfriend. Uh, perhaps Allie is a ghost. <laughs> Jenna, <laughs> Jenna may be involved with A. Somebody might die. Perhaps Jenna. Spencer is the reason Allie is missing, and a wrench gets thrown into Arya and Ezra's relationship. Cool. Who wants to read her previously on this time? Arya and Fitz, Hannah, Mom, Ashley, and Wilden. Melissa has a fiancé. Spencer kisses Melissa's fiancé. This is no longer a missing persons investigation. It's a murder. Hannah wants the D. Maya and Emily. Uh, so the beginning of this episode opens on the girls walking through the woods and they're heading to the shed yeah. that they just refer to as the shed, but it's not the barn that they slept in. It's not the barn slept that in. they slept in. It's something different. It's just a shed in the woods. So the thing about small town Pennsylvania, there's a lot of trees and nobody really monitors those trees and people just do things in them. So... I, checks I out. I feel like they just they found like a rickety old and it's thing. just like their hangout and or whatever. And they're like, guys, this will be like our fun secret club and like nobody will know about it. It's okay. all ours. Okay, that's fair. So. so it's just the shed and then um, and Spencer being the very specific little lady 136 steps from here. This particular tree. Oh, and then they all accuse her. Really confused. I'm like, Spencer, how do you know the exact amount of steps that people only been there once before? That's the thing. They haven't been there once. They Hannah does say that they went like a whole bunch of times during eighth grade year. So it's just one of like I'm gonna chalk it up to just one of those odd details Mm. that like you remember. So I've got like weird things that stuck in my brain. Yeah, and like, I can tell you it takes me 45 seconds to drive from my house to Stefan Val's house, but like, because I've driven there a billion times so, in my lifetime. But, like, but also it is weird that that's like 
Two years what, later, yeah, that's what, what she so remembers. Exactly. Spencer remembers exactly the number of steps, and they're trying to accuse her that she's been out there recently, since none of them have been out there recently. That, okay, yeah, I guess none that's... of them are like the shed doesn't play that much of a role as much as it should. Like for all the hype that they're giving it. Yeah, well, you don't even see it in this yeah, episode. You, never, you <laughs> hype it yeah, up, and then you never see it. The shed, the shed, and you never see the shed. I bet she was being used on another show for filming, so they were like, Haha, "No shed for you." Um, Lol, pretty little liars. No shed for you. Well, and then so th- they're talking about the shrine versus the memory, and then somebody brings up Wilden, and then Hannah freaks out. Like, none of them are good at keeping their cool, no. I've noticed. But I also, yeah. like, at age 16, I wasn't good at That's keeping my cool. That's true. That's true. They definitely deserve not to be able to keep their cool. But, like, they're keeping some pretty big secrets to not be able to keep your cool. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, Hannah's that convinced alive, that Allie's that alive. alive. That A is Allie and Allie's alive. And yeah. everyone's like, we saw her body. And it's like. But did you? They had a funeral. Oh, yeah, there wasn't really... Wait, was the open casket? I don't remember. I don't think so. It was most definitely a closed casket. Oh, yeah, she'd been, like, for whatever reason, the that's a thing. for a she'd long been just time. Like, she yeah. probably would have been really gross. Because she was... She, Ew, was, she probably would have smelled disgusting. She was probably eaten by maggots. She probably yeah, because she was just in the... bones in... Or she was, like, she just... just bones. She was just bones. No, she was... <laughs> Just thrown into the hole underneath the gazebo. So it's not like when someone's buried for a funeral, there's like fluids and casket and yeah, protection. Like, yeah. But like she had none of that. She was just buried in a hole. So like the de- I I'm not Googling decomposition rates, but like comparatively, I'm sure her being she buried you, and exposed the to the elements, there wasn't like much of a body to see. Rates. I don't cool. Know about you guys. I'm gonna keep moving on, and then we can come back to it when yeah, you get there. Yeah, I, I wanna know. Okay, cool. Um, so then there's a spooky noise in the woods in the daytime, and Spencer's like, "It's a freaking rabbit," and then they all get an A message. First of all, rabbits are quiet as hell, so I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the idea was that it's some kind yeah. of small. Like it's the forest in the daytime. It could be anything, and then they get an A message, and then theme song. Dun, dun, dun. Which, got a secret. Can you keep um, it? I like that A is theming with where they are. Like, obviously, they're being watched. Like, it's hunting season. They're in the woods. Yeah. Very good A message. Yeah. Very proud of A. I do. I do really appreciate the like cleverness. Yeah. Like, A sat there and thought for a moment. You know, it'd be really funny to say right now. Yeah, there's like commitment. To the bit, like yeah, A is A is in it to win it. it. Also, A's grammar has been pretty decent. Yeah, A for sure is not a stupid. Like this is an educated human. Are you okay? I just found out about decomposition rates, and she's freaking out. Organs, muscles, and skin become liquefied. That's stage three of active decay. Okay. So, (laughs) does it tell you what a body would look like at a year of decay? It's not telling you. Oh, okay. Wait. Here we go. Now there's actually a timeline. Okay. Okay. So one month after death, the body starts to liquefy. So she would have been. At least she liquid. She would have made it to probably stage four, which is because the skeleton has a decomposition rate based on the loss of organic collagen and inorganic compounds, there is no set time frame when skeletonization occurs. So she definitely 
So lost she would have. She lost like probably all of her skin and like stuff decomposed, and then her it was probably just her bones. Like left. bones and maybe like hair and, and nails and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Actually, wait. Your fingernails. They're not really. Are they attached to your bones? No, they're attached no. to your skin, so they just fall off. <laughs> sorry, I don't know why that's so weird and funny. Okay, yeah. sorry, Allison's fingernails. Rip. Um, so yeah, then after the theme song, we bounce to Hannah's house where Wilden is in a towel. Okay, that I just Bro. want, like, he is so blatantly... Disgusting? Know, like, he, A, he's Grody? blatantly disgusting, but he's also... Vomit, he tries to act saying? like he's such this macho, he's like, playing he house. do whatever he wants. He's playing yeah. house. He very much has the, like... I'm a small town cop. I'm in charge of everything. Oh my god. And then Hannah and her mom are talking, and Hannah says something about like squeezing his grapefruit. I was just like, Hannah, no. Ew, These are not like things I needed in my head. Like, but I've also. Also, never if your referred... testicles are the size of a grapefruit, you should see but a doctor. Only a grapefruit. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's such a dick. He only has one ball, so he's compensating. Oh, maybe. Because she said but squeezing really his grapefruit. grapefruit. I also maybe she's that assuming that his, like... Also, the mother was making grapefruit juice for Yeah. Him. Yeah. Um, but also, well, I think it's disgusting. <laughs> also, I'm thinking it's very disgusting that uh, he was, like, hiding against the wall instead of putting clothes on. So he's... Not is he naked in this underage girl's home? Like he's I mean he's in a towel, but like he's walking around essentially naked in this girl's home, and he's not this girl's father, or like and he's not a significant other at this point. He's just uh like a bone buddy, like a fuck buddy. (laughs) I wasn't gonna say fuck buddy, but then I did anyway. I'm like bone buddy, Allison's all bones right now. laughed at that. <laughs> I was trying not to say fuck buddy and then I was like whatever that's what it bone is. Bone buddy. Like she's so like <laughs> Ashley's. You guys are my bone buddy. <laughs> our bones are buried together when we're 90 billion years oh, old. We should gross. all put like our femurs together. <gasps> yes. Party. yes. When I die I would like you guys to keep my femurs Which separate. one? Whichever one you want. Well, each of you can have one of them. I have two. There you we go. We can all give each other a femur. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So then I'd be okay. married with one of each of your femurs, but I would have no femurs. <laughs> okay. Ooh, we need to get off yes. one track and onto on another. Topic. Back onto a topic. But anyway, so not only topic. is Wilden walking around in a towel in a home that's like... Like, I could understand if they were in a serious, like, Ashley and Wilden were in a serious relationship. Yeah, like, they're engaged. Right, like, I could understand him walking around in a towel, but also, as, like, oh as like God. an adult, you'd yeah. be respectful of the fact that you're the only man in a house full of women. Yes. Like, I was raised, I, like, I had my dad, and then my mom, and my sister, and me, so it was a house full of girls, and then my dad. So he was always respectful, like, he would walk from the bathroom to the bedroom in his towel and no further. Like, he wouldn't walk around the house and make breakfast in a towel when we were younger. I grew up in a house with four boys, two girls. Mom and me were the ladies, and then I have all the brothers All the brothers and dad. And I don't think, aside from the three steps it takes to get from, like, their bedroom to the bathroom, I don't think I've ever seen any of them in a towel. Yeah. I mean, like you my had, brother, you were half and half, right? Yeah, I was half and half. And my bro- my like my dad would always wear like clothing, like and my yeah. bro- like my brother. I'd say when he was like 
17, 18. But it would just be like from the bathroom to his bedroom. Right, like the most I've ever seen a grown man in my home in a towel. And this was a man that was like married to my mom and was my father and like we had like a very established relationship. He would walk from the bathroom to the bedroom because we had a two bedroom, two bath house where there was no like master. So everything was detached. So you had to walk from point A to point B. There's two bathrooms in your house? Yeah. There's one close to the back and one closer to the front. They're both on the right-hand side of the hallway. I want to the one that's a little bit blue. The one that's a little bit blue is the one that's, like, mine and my sister's, quote-unquote. So, like, we had, like, the girls' bathroom and the parents' bathroom. Um, But, like, that was the most I ever saw my dad in a towel. And 90% of the time, he would take, like boxers and sweatpants with him into the bathroom and so oh, when he yeah, got out of the yeah. shower he'd walk around shirtless but he had pants on so like a Never man a towel. yeah a man just walking around in a towel in the home with like a teenage girl like if it was like with just me and my husband it's just the two of us nobody else he'll walk around in a towel sometimes but like but you're that's different that yeah yeah that's very different like, and there's not a 16 year old girl in our home yes that that's all and thing. my husband's not a cop investigating my 16 year old daughter for murder either well when this started he was just investigating her for sunglasses well the one thing i was wondering is how far in the timeline like have we gotten since because um, I was like, it's before. I mean, either way, it's still, still creepy that he's we started in a towel at the like start. Of, we started at Labor Day, and we haven't gotten to Halloween yet. We okay. haven't gotten to Halloween. So, so it's like a couple so weeks still, into school. Yeah. So we're still. still well, Spencer changed September. on her on her paper. Spencer changed the date to a September, like an end. Of, it was like September thirtieth or something like that. Yeah. So we started at the beginning of September and we're at the end of September now. So it's been a couple of weeks. But also, that makes sense in the timeline because Ashley's, like, still waiting for him to get the charges dropped. But you see, like, I'm confident he already took care of that. He's just using them. Getting his dick sucked. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Do you think Ashley's sucking She's doing even grapefruit. (laughs) She's doing whatever it takes to get her daughter and apparently Wilden off. Is that classy? That's the Degrassi song, right? Whatever it takes. Oh, I wasn't doing that one. I was doing the one that's on the radio right now. Oh. Well, I'm doing Degrassi. (laughs) Oh. I haven't seen Degrassi in so long. We tried to watch it the other day, but I didn't have the episode. Degrassi. Degrassi. Garage Bond. I wanted to watch the episode where JT dies, and I didn't... Couldn't find it anyway. Oh, bummer. I was like, I just need a good cry right now. Yeah, sometimes. Um, the other thing that I found quite uncomfortable about this moment was that she called him Darren and not like Detective Wilden or Wilden or whatever. Like, I solely you call him Detective Wilden. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, have you seen Wilden? I bet you that's like his thing. Oh, like call me yeah. Detective call in me the detective. bedroom. Yeah, but also like. Every, I, I don't think anybody else calls him Darren. I feel like everybody else just calls him Wilden. And yeah. so it's weird when Ashley refers to him as Darren. Um, anyway, coffee with the Montgomerys. Yeah. Yo. Aria's earring. sucks. Oh, Byron is the worst. He yeah, is sucks Byron. terrible. Piper from Charmed does not deserve this. Position. No. Ella Montgomery is a sweet baby angel, and I will protect her with my life. Aria's feather earring is... I so good. wanted a feather earring in like I that think, age. Yeah. Yeah. I also like that she tells off Meredith 
Oh, yeah, wow. I have it here. I was like, yeah, sorry, I crushed that girl's spirit. Well, like, I'm just like, I was like, and then Meredith is just like, I'm not a high schooler. Ew, I don't have to listen to you. I was like, okay, toddler, like, I'm older than you. I don't have to listen and to then you. That, you can't tell me what to do. Nah, nah, nah. And then that look she gave, like, she was about to yeah, walk no. right over and just, She's, like, jump his bone. Meredith like, straight up thinks that she can, like, step it. Like, at this point in time, Meredith thinks, like, oh, I'm going to get in there and Byron's going to love How me. But also, thing, he's not like, that cute. Because, like, first off, he's not that cute. Second off, he has a fucking family. Like, and if you don't want to be part of that family, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you just want this man? Like, does he have a, like, his dick well, has to be that's the thing. That's the thing I don't understand about, like. Why you want to tear up this family? Those kinds of situations, yeah. limits people sometimes that, like, really drives people crazy. Like, in a good, like, where they're like, ooh. Yeah, but, like, I you don't. Like, you obviously don't want to deal with children. Why would you date a man with children? Like, find, um, like, if you're into married men, fine. Find a married man without kids. Well, because probably at that point, they, like, it's just an affair. And she's like, we'll keep it that way. And And there will be no child, like, no relationship involved. And if he ever broke up the family, I'm sure mom and sister would not. And she's, like, she's pushing the line. She's towing the line at this point. She's trying to see how, like, how close she can get before shit explodes. But, yeah, so she shows up to fucking coffee. Like, as soon as Ella walks away. And I was like, no, no. Like, this is unacceptable. Like, Byron sucks because he's not shutting this down at all. Like, Like, find somebody else to write your recommendation letter or whatever it was that she was getting. But he's 100% allowing this to continue. Yeah, exactly. So she works across the hall. Yeah, like, so she works across the hall. There's probably other professors that could write her her recommendation or whatever it was that she needed from him. Exactly. And, like, I I, I can work across the hall for someone and never see them. There is a woman that works, she has the same level position as I do in the same, like, in the wizarding world with me, and I don't think I've ever seen her. I have heard people mention her name, but I don't believe that I have ever, like, spoken to this woman. That's fair. I mean, I'm in... You can avoid people. Yeah, I'm in the carriage house. Like, I'm in the carriage house at my job all the time where, like, the salespeople are. And there's still salespeople that I haven't met. And I'm in there every single day at the same time. Like, yeah. It's really easy to not see people. Also, she, like, when Byron introduces Meredith to Aria at this coffee, like... Um, Meredith reacts like, oh, of course you're his daughter. It's like, who the fuck did you think he was sitting at coffee with? Like, you waited until his wife walked away. Like, there's no way that she didn't stand across the street and go, okay, like, that's got to be the wife she got up. I'm going to go over there. Like, Byron's got to have pictures in his office. Like, he's that kind of a dad. There's no way she didn't know that that was his daughter. But also, she obviously knows that Arya knows about their affair. And she yeah. doesn't care. Yeah, and Especially she's... Especially, like, well, like, at the art gallery. Yeah. Remember, like, that was some straight Ugh. up bullshit. Ugh. But, again, glad Arya stepped up and was like, Yo, yeah, good for my you, girl. lady. Um, like, he's yeah, not available. I'm an adult. I'm not yeah, Oh, my God. School. Is it really? Because adults don't do this kind But of also, like, a TA is a grad student. She's, like, 22. Like, you're not a grown-up at that point. There's so many TAs that I could have, like, hung out with in college because 
they were essentially my age. Like, there was a grad student that taught one of my math classes at one point. Like, I learned less in that class than I did in any other class, because all we did was goof off, because he wanted to be there less than we did. Welcome to the podcast, Joe. Can you hear him? Yeah, you can hear him on my earphone. (laughs) He was, like, purring into the mic. Yes. Hi, Joey. What are your thoughts on Pretty Little Liars? He also doesn't like Meredith. Mm. Also, that just sounds like a bitch name. Yeah, Meredith from Parent Trap. Yeah, um, and isn't there a Meredith in Desperate Housewives? Or is it mm-hmm. Sex in the City? There's a Meredith in one of them. To the best of my knowledge, there's not one in Desperate yeah. Housewives, but I didn't finish that show. There's one of those shows that has a Meredith. It's, it's not Sex in the City. I don't think so. Hold on, anyway, Meredith sucks. TV shows with... Meredith. What happens right after uh, the Byron and Arya? Um, so they do coffee with the Montgomerys, and we talked about Meredith and all of that, and then we go to the Hastings house. Um, yeah. Oh, hold on. Oh, that's right, but we liked Meredith, Meredith and Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, she's okay. the main Yeah, she's like the character. <laughs> she's Grey of Grey's Anatomy. Spoiler alert, Meredith Grey is the main character of Grey's Anatomy. Shock gasp. Kelly's life has been spoiled. <laughs> Everything's ruined. You know what? What are you going to do? You live your whole life never watching a movie or seeing any TV. Shit's going to get spoiled for you, and that's okay. Um. Oh, okay, so we finish. TV station called Meredith. Interesting. That's all I got. Um, Meredith is usually a bad person. This lady Meredith and Meredith from Parent Trap, we have decided, answers the question for all Merediths in the universe. With the exception of Meredith Gray, who apparently we like. Yes. Oh, yeah, we love Meredith Gray. And any Merediths that are listening, we love you too. Unless you're Meredith from the show. Yeah. Um, Joey wants to be on the podcast, too. He keeps putting his face right next to the microphone. Go ahead, Joey. Tell him what you got to say. Um, but yeah, so we finish coffee with the Montgomerys, and we go to the Hastings house, and, um, mom is crossing off dates on the calendar dramatically with, like, a bright red, uh, with, like, a bright red Sharpie, just in case you were wondering if the wedding was canceled, like it's canceled. It's very canceled. Um, and Melissa's being extra dramatic with her wedding magazines when Spencer comes in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, I just love oh. that look she gives as every as magazine. Every... She's... Uh. I also oh. think it's so pretentious that they're like, you can't take that muffin to your room. I dry cleaned your sheets, how dare you? Ew, and then they make the comment about, like, uh, then they make the fat comment, too. Oh, that was, that was at night when... That was Spencer's later. Like, Spencer's I like, I made pasta. pasta. Oh, yes, okay. And I don't want to be like, fat oh, and I'm depressed. I'm not getting fat yeah. and sad. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to be fat and depressed. And then the mom's like, There's oh, yes. There's a butt near your wine glass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I just want to make sure... Yeah, I just caught it right at the same... No, that would have been bad. That was Joey's butthole, none of ours. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently, it's a sign of... Um, of trust. Trust. And if the cat they, puts the butt in your face. And the belly out. Yeah, Joey loves us. That was Joey. Yeah, yeah so she's not allowed to take the muffin to her room because 
Like, she doesn't have a desk or a floor or anything in there. Like, she's going to eat it on the bed, and she's going to mess up mom's dry clean sheets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's definitely got other surfaces. Well, that was also, like, my mom, not that my mom dry cleaned our bed stuff or anything, but my mom was so, no food in your bedroom. So that one, when she was like, don't go up there, I was like, yeah. But still, Um, that was I just thought it was funny that, like, it was specifically that, they just dry cleaned her bed. It wasn't, we don't eat, like, we don't eat in our room, Spencer. You know this. It was like, you can't eat in your room right now because I need a reason to keep you down here, so I dry cleaned your sheets. Also, and then Spencer throws out the muffin when she's on her way to school instead of just, like, eating, eating it or the muffin. Her, putting it back. Like, people would love to eat that food, Spencer. You're just throwing it out. She's dramatically throwing something away the same way Melissa threw the magazines away. Also, the mom says, girls, I can't arbitrate on one cup of coffee, and I feel that very hard as a human being. Um, And then I definitely was going to reach through the TV and throttle Melissa because she says, it was hard enough changing my status on Facebook. I know. Oh my god. Like, do I have to make that call? Do I have to cancel this? Do I, like, bitch, you're the one that decided not to get married. Does anything sound more dramatic and more 2010 than it was hard enough changing my status on Facebook? I don't even know how to change my status on Facebook, so I think that would be a little difficult. But, like, not I don't think it would be as traumatic. Not emotional. <laughs> like, difficulty, the difficulty 1 to 10, like, Kelly couldn't figure it out. Not difficulty, like, heartbreak to devastation. Oh god, people know publicly we've canceled the wedding. It's like, girl, yeah. you gotta tell you I have to call everyone personally. Also, I can't tell everyone at the club over and over again though, we're not getting married. Also, you can like change your Facebook status, but not like post it. Like, there are yeah. plenty of people that I know that have gotten out of relationships that I didn't find out until like months, sometimes years later, because all of a sudden they're in a new relationship. Well, she's gotta make it dramatic. Yeah, it's gotta be she's dramatic. Melissa. <laughs> Um, then we go to school. School. So well, Mona, Mona's trying to encourage Hannah to shoplift. First of all, Mona I, sucks. I'm still on the campaign. She feels Mona definitely has something. She feels more watch. natural this episode though than she did last. Oh episode. yeah, but she yeah, still like, feels like she like, really. Yeah, like she. She's There's definitely something there. Yeah, I don't like her. Um, Prediction. I don't like her. Um, Maybe I'll like her next episode. Who knows? We find out about the big party at the con house. Oh, God. I wrote down Addie's prediction. Mona sucks. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, I'm also really upset that, like, Mona is pushing Hannah to bone Sean way more than Sean is. And and she's also being like, he's, like, he might leave you. Like, if you don't bone him, someone else will. And it's like, bitch, he doesn't want to bone anyone. Let us be. That's, like, that's one of the things. Like, that's where I was getting really annoyed with Mona. Because that's why I'm like, she's doing things that, like, try and undermine their insecurities yeah. already. Yeah, well, but and that's the thing. Hannah, now that she's, like, latched onto her, and she's like, shoplift, shoplift with me, man. Yeah. Is your mom seeing receipts when she was like, oh, I can't take, like, just... I could only, I only yeah. have two hands or whatever, yeah. But, like, that's the thing, too, is, like, the, the Mona-Hannah, like, sex talk obviously builds into Hannah's insecurities later when she's, like... Oh, yeah. Basically, like... Well, why? Like, it, since you won't have sex with me, it basically means that you don't love me. So why don't you love me? I don't think me? she's saying like you don't love me. Is she? You don't want me, and you don't find me attractive. Yeah, like, like you still see chubby, hefty Hannah. You don't see 
the Hannah that I the right. woman that I've turned But into also that. but also I think at that age a lot of like physical attraction equates to love. Like you don't understand how oh, to yeah, separate. You're like so when you're sixteen, like you don't understand how to age. separate like love and and like per and uh, like sex or love and attraction or whatever. Yeah. So like two people that really want to bone are at sixteen are desperately in love and then they bone and they're like, Oh, this was fun, like we don't have to talk to each other ever Those again. three seconds were great. Um, also, Emily and Maya and Ben okay. are the best threesome I've ever seen because it's just awkward and I don't know. What about, every what time about they're together. Jenna's brother? I feel like Jenna's brother and Emily and them would be a much better one. He's more respectful wait, than Ben. Want, wait, hold on. You want not oh, Jenna's no, brother. No, he wants Jenna's Toby like to... He wants wait, to... Okay, you want Toby... Emily and Maya, or to Toby, fuck. Emily, and Ben? Toby, Emily, and Maya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm on board. So and replace saying, Ben like, with Toby. Toby. Is way more respectful. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just entertained. I'm just entertained by how, like, awkward it is because Ben is gross. And Ben yeah. is also, like, um, kind of Also... Emily's not really into him. Yeah. <laughs> also, Arya and Fitz need to be less obvious. Oh, my God. Everybody knows that they like each other. Like, that, I will say that. It's like some... For a teenager and a teacher, that's some good sexual tension they've got mm-hmm. going there. I know. I feel like very good, very talented. Can see it. I yeah, feel it. Um, Especially like when he she came into class in like the first episode, and he's like, "Oh no," <laughs> and makes it really dramatic and stares right at her. Yeah, shit. he says, "Holy crap!" He Something makes it three. Like wo- he makes it three words. <laughs> I wrote it down. That's the only reason I remember it because I thought it was dumb. Um, then after I wrote, OMG, Arian Fitz, be less obvious, Jesus Christ. I wrote, Toby, ah, Toby's here, Toby. It's a different Toby. It's a new Toby. He looks weird. I don't know. Okay. I love Keegan Allen. He's very um, nice. He's got a very unique look to him and he's very intense on the screen. Yeah. He's well, and he's supposed hair. to be. Like and like as you as you learn Toby, like you get different feelings about Toby, but he's oh. scary and intense and creepy. I don't like him right now. Um good. Okay, so this Toby is wrong, but good. Prediction. <laughs> Toby's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so this Toby was not the Toby that was in the first episode guiding Jenna into the church. So yeah, it's a new actor. Oh yeah, no, so no, it was cast pilots. A it lot. was supposed to be Toby though that was bringing Jenna into the church, I think. Yeah, that's what we've decided. We'll but, never know for sure. Like, well, is, the, wait, is Toby her brother? Stepbrother. Stepbrother, okay. And I think they mentioned that at some step-brother point. Stepbrother is very important. Um, and then... Do they sleep together? No. I can't... No. No? Okay. Yes. I just want to make no? sure. Because you were like, stepbrother is very important. Like, no, it's oh, just important. They don't have the same parents. Biological parents, yeah. So, like, they're... Don't they share one parent? No, wait, no. No, step siblings. Sorry, half siblings. Um, sorry, I'm a half sibling. Yeah, I got it. They don't have each other's back the way that you would have Charlie's back. Yeah. Which is which is why Jenna has that. Screw you. Which is why Jenna has that creepy moment at the end. That's almost like a mom being like, "What was she thanking you for?" Instead, like, because a sibling, yeah. a sibling, it would have been more like, oh, like, oh, what she, that yeah, lady? like, it was more, like, naggy than it was, um, but also, I want to point out, because I had to rewind this, like, four times, so at the cons party, when Spencer, like, freezes, and Toby is looking at her from the shadows, it's, it's a different person. So, from... 
they do this thing where like she thinks it's Toby. Oh, it's not supposed to be Toby. No. Okay, so, so she sees so him, thinks it's Toby, then they she has the, the flashback. It looks like Toby. And then when you like look at it for real, it's not Toby. Oh, okay. Like, well, you know how like when you're walking down the street and you're like, oh, that's so and so, and then you turn and it's not so and so. Right. So it like triggers her flashback exactly. to the Jenna thing. Okay. I I, I thought it was supposed to actually be Toby, and I was very confused. That's what I thought for a moment, but then I was like, no, I think they're just like she's paranoid because of everything that's happened. Because Toby's back, and okay, okay, that makes so much more sense. Um. So now the girls think Toby's involved with the A drama because Toby and Jenna are together and they think that Toby's helping Jenna. So that kind of well, like... she is. He's helping her get around town. Take it around. But that like kind of ties into your prediction that Jenna may be involved with the A stuff from last week. Um, and then Wilden wants to talk to Hannah and I wrote, that's not how this works. He's a I shitty wrote. cop. He's a terrible detective. He's like the sleaziest small town detective. My words are, Wilden can't pull the girls out of class to interview them without a parent present. That's literally the only law I know. So, yeah, you definitely can't do this. Well, yeah, job. you can't talk to a minor without representation. You can if you think they're a, a victim. You cannot oh, if yeah, you think well, they're a suspect. Yeah. Like, well, well victim is one thing. Them. Because it's like you're not. Yeah, Kelly's been all up in the Law and Order SVU. <laughs> well, you're not trying to pull out of a victim like something like you're not trying to get them to confess. You're trying to get them to just like open up. Versus yeah. If yeah. you think they're a suspect, you're <clears> gonna <throat> try to talk to them in such a way, and like kids won't understand what mind games are being played. Right. Especially when detectives can be like, oh, um, I'm really Especially intense. when the detectives are boning your mom. Exactly. Yeah. So then... He's a terrible detective. I mean, he's just trying to really intimidate Hannah at this point. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, I think he's convinced that, like, that Hannah did it or is involved somehow. And so oh, he's... Oh, I mean, I mean, look at what he has, like, evidence-wise. He's like, look, you used to not look like her. Now you've started to kind of dress like her. Like, look, you're starting to call yeah. you. Like, you like, used to be hefty, Hannah, and now you are healthy. Good for you. Well, that part yeah. was, like, annoying. But at the same time, it's, like, when the, like, head girl of the group disappears and then you someone else in. starts taking off. Like, that's what, yeah. again, but that's the it's thing. stupid and shitty the way he's going about it because he's terrible. But, like, if you pull yourself out of it and look like, okay, if you're a detective, maybe this could be your one lead in all of it. And yeah. being like, okay, all of their stories are perfectly scripted. Well, and, like, the thing that I find interesting is, like, I don't think Allie was really the it girl. Like, Hannah and Mona became, like, the it girls. I don't think Allie was ever that. Allie was, like, the ringleader of their little group. Oh, well, that's what I mean. Like, it was very obvious that she was of their group. Like, Hannah went a step further. And now that she's gone, Hannah's, like... Blossoming. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where I meant, like, maybe not in the school being, like, oh, the ringleader, but... That makes sense. Um... And then I wrote, Jenna's very observant for a blind girl because she, like, comes out of nowhere and makes comments. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> if you can't see, you can hear, smell, and taste better. Right, but it just... Tasting. Like, the... Food, I don't know. <laughs> Jenna, Jenna's just walking around like a lizard, like... <laughs> And then she just pops the fuck up and is like, whispers, whispers, it's almost like Allison's still here. Ooh. 
Um, do you think Toby was there, like, secretly, like, pushes her out and just pulls her back so she doesn't fall? That's what I thought. She was just, just, like, tied on a string. Like those cartoon shows where like someone's on stage and then they pull the hook out and like yeah. pull it with the. <laughs> okay, you made your point. Let's go. Um, but yeah, so then they're in the school office or Hannah. They it's just Hannah and Wilden, and uh, we get Hannah's flashback to like Sean not wanting to go with Hannah to the con party, and then Allie like steps in and he's like, "Oh, maybe I'll go." So and then we get the name Hefty Hannah, I think, for the first time. Like, I don't think we've heard that nickname before. No, I don't think so. This is the first oh, of that. I don't remember. Um, I'm pretty sure this is the first time. I'm, I think this is the first time that they've mentioned Hefty Hannah. Like, they've mentioned that Hannah's had weight issues and they've implied it and stuff. But, like, this is the first time that, like, anybody brought up the nickname and it was out of Hannah's mouth. Have we met um, Lucas yet? No. Um, and alert. then, spoiler is. alert, there will be somebody named Lucas at some point in the story. Is he good? Is he bad? Is he a man? Is he a woman? I don't know. Were you just call him <laughs> he? Gender's a social construct. But that's a pronoun. But then, so, uh, then Wilden says, oh, we're just having a chat. And then Hannah, like, kicks Wilden's ass verbally. And is like, oh man, I wish she did it physically. Yeah, he deserves his ass to be kicked physically. But she's like, you saw my tenth grade picture in my house, not in the yearbook. So like, you're bringing all this shit up by stuff that you saw, like circumstantially, which means that shut the fuck up. Yeah, um, none of this holds up in court, you bro. But then also after this conversation, that was like a two minute conversation. They move back out to the hallway after class, so it's like everybody went to class. Hannah missed class, and then they're like, "You were in there for an hour." Well, oh, I know. So, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but when she does her flashback, she comes out of it, and Wilden is like, as, is asking her an entirely different question. And he's like, okay, Hannah, like, what's the deal? Are you going to pay attention and answer my questions or not? Can you imagine daydreaming like, so, for an time? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm sure she didn't daydream for four minutes, but they, like, there was more time in there than we got to see. Yeah. Which is fair, but, like, it just, like, they cut it way shorter without I, yeah, indicating I the hour. But also, they were in there for an hour? Their classes are an hour? Oh, yeah. They probably have, it sounds like they have block scheduling like I did. My oh, maybe. Were, like, uh, like 45 minutes long? That's true, maybe. Block scheduling, that's a thing. Skelly! Okay. Don't fall! So. He's a cut. Um, so then they were in there for an hour. And then, oh, Aria does the the creepy thing with Fitz's hand and the sexual tension, and then the other teacher walks in. Um, and they break apart very obviously. They're not good at being secret. Then we get. Overhead shot of Philadelphia, just in case you were forgetting that we were in Pennsylvania. In case you were wondering what Philadelphia looks like. So, then Spencer is now sitting on the steps of the Warner Brothers back lot with Ren, talking about the breakup and how Ren needs to fix it so that Spencer's back in the family. that's, like, brave as hell for Spencer, like, to go out of your way. You know what I didn't mention is the reason Spencer's so upset is because that in the morning when she comes down into the kitchen, dad had left to go on a run without her and they run together. Like, that's why she's really upset is, like, her dad is shutting her out and, like, 
we know based on the dinner that they had where they were like trying, it was dad and Melissa and Ren and Spencer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I keep wanting to say Ren and Stimpy. Um, <laughs> That's fair. But they, uh, like, you can see that, like, they're really vying for dad's attention, and now dad has clearly picked Melissa over Spencer in this scenario. Um, and so that's, like, I think that's her I mean, main she's motivation. Also upset because she, did, like, she did. This time she away. didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, not, not that she didn't do anything. And she admits, she says, I'm not innocent in all of this. But, like, she was not the one pursuing She that didn't kiss. instigate it. She wasn't it. like, yeah. hey, let's ruin my sister's marriage. It was, like, something that came up definitely more falls on Yeah, like, I mean, he walked into her bedroom and was like, can I give you a rub down? And then kissed her. Like, that, it, there definitely was... Nice of him to ask. Yeah. Um, Unlike Ben. Also, it was kind of gross that he said, perhaps my real mistake was falling for the wrong sister. Because, like, bro, you can see she's upset. Okay, she's like, 16 years old. He's at least six years older than her. Yeah. So he's at least graduated from college. He's yeah. Not, he's in med school. Well, and at this point, we're going to say that he's the same age as Melissa about. Melissa was a junior in 2004. Spencer is now a junior in 2010. Six years apart. Yeah. Yeah. So they're at, at minimum six We're years so apart. We're so good at math. So, like, it just, yeah, it's, but also, like, perhaps my real mistake was falling for the wrong sister. Like, what did you expect out of Spencer in that moment? Like, she came to you upset, wanting you to help her fix things between her and her parents and her sister. And you're hitting on her. Like, obviously, this got you into this situation in He's the first place. He's trying to be, place. like, smooth and romantic about it and be yeah. like, listen, like, you're intriguing. And usually, yeah. and, like, I'm probably, hmm. If this was a romantic... Past prediction, he's probably been sleazy before where that type of stuff has worked, where he's been like, well, and also, oh, but, like, I should have known and, like, I fell for you and, like, touches the hand yeah. being like, ooh. But also, know? it's the Doppler-Dahmer effect. Like, so... If it's received well by the by the like person that it's going towards, it could be received as uh, Doppler, which is the guy that holds the boombox at the end of um, mm-hmm. "Say Anything." Right? Is that the one? I think so. One of the eighties. I don't know. It's one of the. It was one of the eighties rom coms. Uh, but yeah, so it's the it's the Doppler Dahmer effect. Like, if it's received well, it's Doppler. Like, boombox outside your window. But if it's received. It's Dahmer, like Jeffrey Dahmer, the serial killer. So, like, if Spencer was the heroine of a romantic comedy, right, where where her evil bitchy sister got the guy that Spencer was in love with. Yeah, there you go. Except, except that doesn't quite end the right way. But like, so if if Tess lost George. And Katherine Heigl ended up with George, it'd be like the same kind of situation where, like, the person that you're rooting for the whole time ruined the relationship successfully and gets the man, yay. But, like, we're not rooting for really either of them in this situation at this yeah, we point. We don't want anyone to bone Ren. Basically. I mean, we do, but not that easy. So, but also, like, it. It's kind of useless for her to go to Ren because what can he really fix? I appreciate that he did try to, like, yeah. tell Spencer, like, I've called them. They're not answering to me. Like, because I think if they heard from both of them, like, no, he kissed me and I pushed him away, 
like then they give Spencer more lenience. I also don't think that they will. I think Melissa wants to be mad, and I think she's just gonna I think be Melissa mad. Would, but I think the parents would be more lenient. Maybe mm-hmm. if they were like this adult man was preying on our innocent infant child. True, maybe. You know what I mean? But I'm yeah. sure. But it seems like Melissa has both the parents wrapped. Yeah, but like in the in Melissa the versus Spencer like, debate, like Melissa's winning right now. No matter what, like Melissa's gonna yeah. be like, I it doesn't matter. Well, well, because like to the parents in the sense, no, because gonna, Spencer like, they don't want to pick Spencer and be like, oh, well, Spencer just got kissed. Melissa's wedding Spencer got ruined. Got kissed by an adult man when she was under eight. Right, but they don't like, care about that. Yeah, Spencer. Spencer got so. kissed by a boy. Yeah, Melissa's that's, that's wedding got destroyed, and, and in the Hastings competition, Melissa wins because her wedding got destroyed. Um, then we go to the locker room where Ben tries to sexually assault Emily. And Toby fucking punches Ben right in his stupid face. And then, yeah, go Toby! Um, Love Toby. Why Ben is in the locker room makes me very angry. I like, think, how dare he? I truly think Ben went in there strictly to make out with Emily. Yeah. He just wanted to fool around, and then Toby heard them screaming, and Toby went in. Yeah, like, um, like I think Toby Ben's whole decision was to be in there specifically to interact with Emily in a sexual nature. Yeah. And because he, like, he sees her and be like, ooh, look. Like, yeah. Been, like, like we're up. being naughty. Well, no, because, so last episode is when she, like, I don't want to say aggressively, but she very seductively, like, makes out with him. Like, because and she I'm was not, guilty because God, of flirting. And, and no, like, 100%, I'm not saying that Ben had any right to, like, right. he is entitled, like, to, entitled to her body. Right, right, but, right. Like, we'll say whatever, maybe a week ago, like, she very intensely pursued him while they were alone, and he was probably so like, he thought we're alone right yeah. now, like, let's have something really fun and hot, like, probably we haven't had before, and then he gets total fucking douchey, where he's like, no. Yeah, he, like, he picked a moment, he picked the wrong moment to pursue Emily in that way, and then she reacted negatively. So then he went full douche. Because, like, initially it wasn't creepy and sexual assault. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun and flirty. I mean, it was creepy that he was in the girl's locker room. But it was, like, the intention was fun and flirty but, like, with his girlfriend. Like, like, high school. It'd be like, ooh, if you kiss someone in school. It was like there was always this edge to, like, yeah. ooh, I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing in school. The, like, so, the intention. And, like, the intentions probably started was as fun more, and like, flirty. let's have fun. But then flirty. he got, like, dominating. Yeah, he got creepy really and nasty. Very quick. Yeah. I'm glad Spencer or Toby beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Uh, ooh, Toby beat him up. Ew, and yeah. then, and so then she broke up with him. I'm so glad. That was. Yeah, proud like, of her. Go Spencer. I like you now. No, I Emily. mean, Emily. God, I keep saying Spencer. Go, Emily. We like Emily. I know, I really we like do. Emily. Spencer um, bothers me. But I'm, she's getting a, little, a few more points this episode. And then after Emily's kick ass breakup, after Toby kicked literal ass, we go to Mom's gallery. And we kind of talked about this already. Like, Meredith shows up. Yeah. And it's, Why does Byron just let this woman willy nilly walk into their life whenever she well, think wants? About, think about it. So, he knows. So, Ari has made it clear that she knows. And she's like, and he knows Arya's not going to tell mom because she doesn't want to, like, destroy Ruin the mom. family. So Byron knows that he can put her into a corner. Mal- or Meredith. Meredith. <laughs> the name. Meredith. Sorry, but Meredith is definitely hardcore pursuing him. So yeah. it's... Well, like, she got she, broken up with. 
And she's gonna continue to go after him and I bother didn't know him. I she got broken up with more than like he just straight up got up and was like, "Go on to Iceland, deuces." So my note was for this whole scene was, "Get out, Meredith. You can't be friends. Stay out of my family's life." Because you know the Montgomerys are my family. No, it's like it <laughs> seems definitely where Meredith is going to continue to pursue as hard as she can. She's very like much Byron, playing like little Susie homewrecker. And like very Byron, obviously. And Byron's not putting his foot down at all to it because he's probably like, ooh, this person thinks I'm hot. Yada, yada, yeah. yada. And knowing Arya's not going to ruin her mom's life by saying it because right. then Arya would have to be like, well, no, I knew the whole time. I knew all the entire time we were in Iceland having fun, happy family. Because, again, she can't yeah. be like, oh, they've made out since they came back because we, we haven't seen yeah. that and we haven't seen Arya. She has that. no proof. So, it, uh, but then, again, when Meredith comes back later and she's like, I'm not in high school, that's some straight up. Yeah. At that point, like, you could then tell mom, be like, hey, mom, like, this person was really flirty with dad and then they came and, like, I took. Like, yeah. she could in leeway without being like, oh, you made out. But still, it's very tricky area. Because who wants to break their mom's heart like that? Right. Yeah. And again, it's the dad breaking the mom's heart, but Arya is the messenger. Yeah. Well, and like, not that oh, Arya's not that Arya's going to get blamed for it, but like, as a 16-year-old, you're thinking mom's going to hate me too because I picked dad's side by keeping his secret. Well, even if she played it in such a way where like, this woman is being like, very threatening and weird, blah, blah, blah. Like, she came up to us during coffee. Yeah. She waited until you were gone. She was too flirty with dad, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, she could she could play it that way. But then dad could also, because he's been all it's like, like he, I mean, not that he'd be like, listen, I made yeah. out with her. Well, and Arya saw me. He said that shitty thing a couple episodes ago. Oh, you know teenage girls and their hormones. Like, oh, yeah. obviously dad's going to be a douche about it. Oh, so, like, yeah. if Ella confronts Byron about, like, why is this Meredith girl sniffing around you... It's going to be like, oh, well, her office is right across from mine, and I'm writing her a recommendation letter, so she's just, like, in my day-to-day. It's not a big deal, even though it should be. Um, let's see. What do we do after this? Oh, we're at Hannah's house. We're Wilden's. Snooping. Um, well, first, Wilden is, like, talking about, like, I'll drive you home in the squad car, and this time I won't use the handcuffs. And then... Ashley's like, shut the fuck up, dude. And he's like, what? It's just joking. Yeah, and then he started like... so sick of Logan. I I was glad, though, that when he started going through her purse, that mom finally stepped in and was like, listen, you can't go through her purse without a warrant. Like, what are you doing? And... What? And she, she, he was like, oh, can I help with dinner? And she was like, yeah, eat it somewhere else. Peace out. That was, that was like but a- also, also, like, this is where Wilden's going to start getting himself in trouble from, like, an investigative standpoint. He's like, oh, like, did you give this to Hannah when he has the bracelet? And Ashley's like, no, Allison gave it to her. Oh, that's why it looked familiar. Hannah told me about it while I was talking to her at school today. Yeah. So, like, he just straight up told the mom, I was questioning your... Because he probably minor. thinks that Ashley is way too into him where it's, he can get away with any of this. Like, because he's but being she's not into him. Well, but, no, like, he, but he's, he like, that. he's hot shit. Yeah. So in his he, mind, she's so into And this me. is, like, the first time she's really pushed back. So it's finally where he's like, oh, a little bit. Oh, I should probably be more sneaky about snooping. So this watch through, 
I've learned that Spencer and Melissa annoy me more than they did the first time I watched this, but Wilden annoys me exactly the same. Like, I'm just as irritated with him now as I was the first time. I'm just irritated now, my first time. Like, Wilden, Wilden did not change for me. I liked Spencer initially. Like, I was rooting for Spencer initially, and now I'm kind of, like, annoyed with her. I think at this point in time, like, my first watch, I think I was rooting for Arya and Emily. Yeah, I like Emily and I like Arya a lot, and I still do. But like, I liked I liked Spencer. I don't think I was root like I wasn't like, oh yeah, get together with Ren. Like this is good. Like obviously I knew that she messed up, but like I, I was, I had to have been late high school, early college when I watched this the first time. So I was more like on their age range, and so like I was more on Spencer's side in the fight. This show came out. We were in tenth grade. Tenth grade, right? But like, I didn't the end. The end of tenth grade. I didn't watch it until the sixth season, though. Right. So So I went back. So I was. I think I was like early college. Yeah. It was like my senior year or my freshman year of college. Senior year of high school, freshman year of college. It couldn't have been your senior year of high school. Season six. Senior college. College. Oh no! Yeah, no, you're right. So this came out in 2010. So, 11 was the second season, 12, 13, 14. Oh, I was, like, halfway through college. Yeah. We would have been, like, yeah. sophomores. Yeah. So, I, I would have been a sophomore when I watched this, but just a sophomore in college. No, or a sophomore in high junior. school. Junior. Sophomore, junior. Yeah, junior. Something like that. Because I had my I hip know. surgery junior year, and that was 2015. Oh, gotcha. There you go. That's how I remember things. And my knee Same surgery, here. senior I'm year, I'm 2012. Like surgery number one, two, or three. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's aired 2016. Oh, okay. What? Uh, So our senior year. So the first half of it aired August 2015. Oh, okay. So it was like, it was the the, summer between junior and senior year of high school. Or of college. Um, So Wilden is gross. And I wrote, go mom, bye Wilden. Um, I really appreciate the, like... I wrote, yay, go mama Marin. I really appreciated... That's <laughs> Probably her like going through or him going through the purse. Maybe. Uh, I really appreciated her shoving the pizza in his face, and he was yeah. like, "Can I help with dinner?" And she's like, "Yeah, go somewhere else." It's like, <laughs> yes. Um, and then we go to Nokon's party, and Hannah is having no fun yeah, because Sean is playing foosball. But. Maya looks really cute in her little outfit. Yeah, and Maya and Emily showed up together. They and then together. Maya looks so cute in her little outfit. And then outfit. Ben is like, oh, you showed up after all. And she's like, yeah, bitch, but not with you. So, like, she's sticking to that breakup from earlier. And he's got, like, a bruise all over his face. This is the moment so when I realized that Ben looks like Phil of the Future. <laughs> This is a, this is a, ben to, is Ricky Ullman. I was like, oh my god, Phil of the future! Now! There it is! Um, I, I wrote, uh, go Emily, standing your ground, keeping creepy Ben on the curb. Um, very proud. Then we go back to Spencer's house where she still can't write her essay. Right. So she, she steals, steals Melissa's. It. And that's where earlier when we were talking about just in case anybody was wondering, when we were talking about ch- her changing the date from March of 04 to September of, o- of 2010, like, that's where you see that yep. as she changes. I like that she erases all of Melissa, Melissa Hastings to type Spencer Hastings. Like, she could have just erased Melissa's name. Like, at least, 
at least she did a little work there and retyped her last name. Um, and then she changes the date. She doesn't even change the title. Or, like, she doesn't, like, like, it's a straight-up plagiarism at this point. Like, she doesn't even, she doesn't even change the title. She doesn't change, like, she doesn't go change some of the wording. Yeah, she doesn't attempt to hide the fact. You know, like, copy my homework, but make it so that they don't notice, like, anybody that read Melissa's essay could read Spencer's and know that it was plagiarized. Because I'm going to assume Based on my experience, like, I know friends that had brothers and sisters that were six years older and had same teachers. So Spencer steals Melissa's essay. And, um, and She's then, definitely going to get caught. That's she, my prediction. Yeah. Because I, like... She didn't do anything. That's what we were complaining about before you got up. She didn't do anything to make it her own. She changed her name and the date. Yeah, like, at least if you're going to plagiarize, go through, read it, like, rework some stuff. At least change yeah, the formatting. So that if somebody, like, asks, if someone says, like, wow, I really liked this part of your paper, you can be like, oh, yeah, like, that part where I wrote this, this, and this, you know? Like, yeah, like, she didn't bother about. looking also, at it. She didn't a, change the title. My other thing is they're in a really small town. Most yeah, of the time, the same teacher. I, either it's the same teacher or like the same cycle of teachers because every few years they'll have you switch grades or whatever just yeah. to keep you fresh as a teacher. But also, if Melissa still had her high school essay on the desktop of her laptop, like somebody out there's gotta know that, that her essay exists. Yeah, Joey, mm-hmm. I feel it. He was trying to rub his face on my computer, but it's the hinge is kind of messed up. This is what he was doing when I was trying to so. make a playlist for uh, emo Coachella. Oh, there you go. He just kept closing the um, But yeah, so like Spencer doesn't even try. She just straight up plagiarizes. Also, I like that she had like a moment where it seemed like maybe she wasn't going to plagiarize and then Melissa's like a dick. So yeah, she definitely is like, yeah. yeah, so she definitely is just like, I'm going to send it. I wrote Melissa's annoying. Um, but that was the comment where Spencer's like, I made pasta. And the mom's like, oh, cool. And Melissa's like, what? I'm going to be fat and depressed. And the mom's like, okay, I'll make a salad. <laughs> like, why? Why do you got to be that way? Like, Spencer yeah, tried to do be, a nice thing. Yeah. Just be fat and depressed like the rest of us. Yeah. Um, and then we go back to No Con's party. And Hannah wants to hang out with Sean, but he's with the bros. Um, and then Mona rubs a boy in Hannah's face. Hannah's not happy. I missed that entirely. Yeah, like, Hannah's, like, leaning against the wall, and she's like, okay, Sean, can this be your last game? And Mona walks by with some cute boy and makes some comment that's, like, sex-related to, like, pressure Hannah. Hannah tries to pressure her boyfriend into having sex Mm. with her, projecting her insecurities. First, they have to talk about their secrets in public. (laughs) Remember. I mean, though, they, like, jump into, like, I mean, they remove themselves from the situation, and she's like, ooh, let's try and do this, and is definitely put off by the fact that he won't, because last episode, she's like, you just keep seeing me as, like, young Hannah, like, Whatever yeah, but before like before they have that fight, that's when Hannah goes outside. She's like, I'm gonna go get some air, and then they talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. the I, fight and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And then she comes back and she's like, Let's fuck. 
And Mm -hmm. poor, poor Sean just wants to be the preacher's kid. Like, he also just wants to be in a relationship with her that doesn't have sex. Well, and, like, they're 16. But Mona is full-on making Hannah, like, inside fall apart. Be like, Mm -hmm. you're going to lose your boyfriend. He doesn't really value you, blah, blah, blah. And so yeah. it's shitty. And Mona sucks. My prediction, Mona has something to do with all of this. Um, the Actual, only, like, big prediction. The she's only the only thing, person in my mind who's, like, full-on work in the situation. And she was treated like shit by Allie and them beforehand. Um, the only thing that, like, I feel like seriously came out of that conversation with the girls outside, like, talking about their secrets, um, the only thing that I think came out of that conversation that's worth noting is the fact that they do mention the fact that Allie is the only one that quote-unquote saw Toby the night of the Jenna thing. So, like, somebody makes a comment about, like, well, I think it's Spencer. She's like, Toby's creepy and he was peeping on us. And then one of the other girls says, yeah, but Allie's the only one that saw him that night. So, like, they've established that Allie, like is the only one that may or may not have witnessed this thing. So there's no one to corroborate Allie's story. And I think that's important just because we had talked about the fact that Allie seemed crazy because in the flashback when we were watching it, you can't see Toby, like, being in the window or anything. Um, And then... Uh, oh, we get the flashback where Allie is blackmailing Toby into taking the fall for the Jenna thing also. Yeah. Um, my notes for that are Allie's so mean to Hannah after the Jenna thing. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Spencer knows something. Um, Allie is so mean to Hannah after the Jenna thing. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, uh, Screw you, Allie. Also, she says, I never would have done it if I thought someone was in there. Like she, like, she wouldn't have thrown the Liar. firecracker. And that's true. Maybe she wouldn't have thrown a firecracker if she'd known someone was in there. That thing is beyond a firecracker. But, like... That thing is massive. Yeah. That's, like, a firework. Yeah, <laughs> like, but, like, you also had a moment to backtrack. Like, you threw the thing. You saw the person in there. Like, she seemed to like you like, see Allie react to something that's happening. She could have shouted, like, get out. Or or she no. could have run in and grabbed the firework and thrown it out. No, my whole thing is no, I think my whole thing is that Allie knew who was in there and Allie threw it purposefully and but she made the cover story of Peeping Tom. Well He's she in there. She knew that it was like Toby's space. And she threw it, and then after she let it go, she is when she reacts to the fact that there's someone in there. And we find out Toby and Jenna were in there. Just Jenna was in there. Or Toby carries her out. They do it with the intent of Toby being in there and it being a stink bomb. That's what the rest of the girls know. Yeah. Allie knows someone is in there, she just thinks that it's Toby. Uh, well, no, because like the way they played it out is she full on like it looks like she knows who she saw in there and she's just like I'm doing this and it, that's yeah. Funny. Well, that was the thing is she knows what she saw after she let it go and then she was like let's go let's go let's go because I so, think like, she full she, on planned it to be Jenna there. I think she wanted like this is how it's led up so far that. There maybe was, I think she planned it to be Toby, but also we see Toby carrying Jenna out. Of the fire, so we know that Toby and Jenna were both in the shed. Mm-hmm. We don't know that they were both in the shed. We know. No, I think Toby. We know that it, like we all know that Toby was 
Toby got Jenna out of the shed at least. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't think he would. He would have he been like blinded as well if he was in there. Yeah, he wasn't Maybe. in the shed when the bomb went off. Okay, and that's because such a and it's like it's a ton. It, that shed is like the size of here. Like he would have been so injured, mm-hmm. especially okay. if she's blinded by it. Yeah, yeah. So the fire happened. He ran in, grabbed her, went out. Yeah, because I like there's no way in my mind that he like could there's have no been way in he it. was in there when it went off. Because it fits. A hundred percent. Okay. There's, there's something that I'm thinking of and maybe I'm wrong, but there's something that I like that I know for a fact and maybe that's what's like throwing me off. Do you want to pause and go outside and we'll have a conversation? No, 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 no. (laughs) We'll keep going and then, and I'll talk to you about it afterwards when Addie's gone. Um, Okay. But yeah, so I don't think, but like Allie says, she never would have done it if she thought someone was in there. And I don't think that's true at all. Like, yeah. she would have done it regardless. Like, she did it with the intention of someone being there, in there in the first would, place. Like, from the way they've played it out so far, she like knew Jenna was in So you there. think and it was, full on was, you think full. she was doing it specifically for Jenna and just well, used yeah, Toby I mean, peeping as an excuse? Yeah, that's what we talked okay. about last episode. But you. Like we knew that we knew that the Toby peeking was a. I thought you. Hoax, but do you think that she was trying to hurt Jenna, or do you think yeah. she was trying to hurt Toby? Jenna, hundred. Okay, so what I the way I read it was that she claimed that Toby was peeping so that she could go do something bad to Toby. So yeah. like I thought it was like Toby did Toby. You think it's using Toby to attack Jenna? Well, the, but like the way it was filmed was that she totally sees who's in there before she throws that, and that's why if she sees Jenna is like, "Ooh, I'm still throwing it." That's why I was led to believe with all of the little whatever nuggets they left. Intense. She knew, and she wanted. She was doing something intentionally to Jenna. Gotcha. Okay. And we okay. talked about this last episode, guys. <laughs> it's that was a long time it's ago. been like two weeks. Um, so then we go back to the party where we talked about Hannah and, and Sean. Sean and then M, uh, M and Maya are in the photo booth oh, and they kiss and it's so heart. cute. They're so in love. Okay. And then, my, here are my frustrations with the photo booth. One, photo booths do not take that long in between photos. These girls were just chitting, sitting in there, flipping, chit chatting and whatever between each of the pictures. And it's like, no, that's not how photo booths work. True. Also, how did whoever took the photo know that it was a photo of them kissing? Because they didn't look. I don't think they did. They were. Just I like, think it was I, like I think it was like a guess, and they were like, "I could maybe use this for it something." It was just like, a, "Hopefully, they're making out." Yeah, like hopefully, like whoever it was saw like black hooded figure that took the photos saw the two of them go in the photo booth and they were just and like, because they already know they already know that Maya and Emily are getting cozy because of previous messages that have been received cuz like i'm assuming black shadowy figure is a at this point yeah, like or definitely. connected so um so they saw the two of them go in the photo booth together and they're taking this opportunity that hopefully something juicy came out of it. And like, if it's nothing, then it's nothing, but it happened to be something. Um, I like that Hannah says they're like, she's talking about how Sean wants this, their first time to be special or his first time to be special. And she says, this is pretty special if you're not afraid of spiders. And yeah. I was like, cool. Cause like that's what I want to hear when it's my first time. 
I mean, I think that would be very funny if somebody was like, I don't know. I feel like if you're comfortable enough with a person that you're willing to share your first time with them and they go, this is special if you don't if you pretend there aren't spiders around. Like, I think that would be really funny. But like, if you're Sean where you're like already uncomfortable at this point, like yeah. the joke is not going to make it any better. Um, and then also you can see Mona's comments, like, on Hannah's face. You can see Mona's comments, like, getting to her and, like, everything piling up. And then the flashback that she had of Sean, like, only going to the party the year before because Allie was going. And, like, so she loses her mind. Um, and then we go back to Mom's gallery. And freaking Meredith shows up at the gallery after Aria told her off in the daytime. Uh, yeah, but we love Aria. I hate that woman. Ugh. We love Arya. We hate Meredith. Obviously, we've established this. Yep. Sick of her. And so oh. Arya leaves the gallery because she's sad. She's like, and I'm going to And she's like, I'm going to go find Ezra. Ooh, yeah. How does she know where he lives? Uh, Who knows? That's what I, I was very confused. I mean, I know they live in a small town, but like. I'm sure they'd probably small. exchange that. Like, I mean, that's probably very simple. Like, easy. And also small town. Like. I'm predicting that, no, I'm also predicting how small, but if he's in an apartment, he's not going to be in the phone book yet. You're right. Because that shit, did, like, came out every two years. Um, but, like, in my small town, we only had, like, four apartment complexes. So it was very, it was, like, it was pretty easy. I think one. I mean, like, Again, it would small be. small town, it'd be pretty easy I'm to I'm sure it would be easy to lives. figure out. Like, Fitz could just be like, Plus, I'm, in par- I, I'm in apartment 4G. There's only one I'm apartment sure complex. I'm probably, like, probably, like. It just definitely like, spoken about it before. It definitely just seems been... a little bit rushed. Mm, like, in their, in their relationship. Like, well, think well, of their safe place. The only place they can be safe is, like, in his car. And they she probably knows where he lives after that. Because I they guess can't that's be true. At school making out, they definitely can't, like, be out in public, so it's Yeah, but then, be... like, she shows up, and they're both like, oh, you shouldn't be here. It's like, then why did you tell her where you live? Like, because they, I mean, they... It's, they're obviously they're, not making good well, decisions. Well, they're very much, they're <laughs> saying what has to be said, like, what yeah. should be said. Like, you know, if you're having a very emotional, yeah. like, a breakup or whatever, or something, it's like... You both will state things that you want to be the reality. So, like, God forbid, someone overhears or whatever. So, they are probably just both stating, like, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. Inside, they're both like, I know I'm I not should, going but I want to be yeah. here. Like, I like you a lot. Um, also, Hannah gets the mean A text message mm-hmm. that, like, pushes her over the edge. So, she steals Sean's keys. And Mona kind of tries to stop her from stealing Sean's car. But, like, shouting Hannah over and over again isn't really gonna fix that. <laughs> makes me so happy. Boom! Crashes that car, which was pretty obvious that was gonna happen. So yeah. badass. I want so bad. Like, I know this probably won't To, like, happen. on purpose crash a car? Yeah, I am too rational of a person, but I would love to steal the car of a boy who fucked me over and just crash it into a tree. Um... Every once in a while, like, I get a little road ragey, and I'm like, man, I could just, like, rear-end this person so hard right now. I wouldn't ever, because I don't want to hurt myself or my car, but, like... Or the other person. But anyway, so Mona tries to stop Hannah from stealing the car, like, barely. She, like, screams Hannah's name a couple of times, that's it. She knows what she's Um, doing. And then, so, so then, like, now we're bouncing between a couple scenes, so we bounce between Hannah stealing the car, Fitz's apartment, where, like... 
Uh, Fitz is comforting Arya, but like she won't tell him what's wrong. But he, obviously, he knows she's sad. She's crying. Um, Hannah crashed Sean's car. LOL. And then we go to M's house. So Maya drops Emily off, and she sees Toby sitting on the steps. And I think Toby looks like a scared little baby deer. Like he just like as Emily's approaching him, he just doesn't know what's gonna happen because. Toby beat up her boyfriend and like sure she broke up with him in front of her but like Toby like Toby knows Emily as part of the group that like took him down and that's all he sees them as at this point and he helped Emily but it's but also like, like a she may not her back like or a target on his yeah back she may not numbers. accept that as help necessarily either like he like you ruined my love ugh, I was handling it or whatever so he looks like I feel like he looks terrified for a second. And then um, she thanks him, which is super nice. Yeah. And he Toby smiles, and it's so cute. And then Jenna's all creepy. What she said, thank you for. Ugh. Jenna's like, oh, what does she remind me of? You know, she kind of reminds me of the witch in Into the Woods, like that Meryl mm. Streep plays. Um, and then we go back out. Beans. Beans. <laughs> oh, greens. It's not beans. I'm sorry, guys. I really yeah. down. Oh, hot. Everything's ruined. We have to start over. Um, burn it all down. Start from the beginning. You can't burn this down. It's not my house. <laughs> um, so then uh, we're back in the woods, and Spencer tells the other girls about what she remembered when she saw that guy that I thought looked like Toby, but you corrected me on. Um, and then they mentioned that like they felt like if they never talked about it it would just go away which very much makes sense for how they function mm -hmm. it's like if we keep it a secret it just dies with us but like everyone always suggests at least once let's tell somebody and it gets shut down and it's like no like that's the the logical option this is the point where hannah makes a joke about everyone being in the navy and i lost it I don't remember what exactly the joke was, but she said something along the lines of like, oh yeah, like, well, I'll just join the Navy Navy and walk in step and it'll be fine. <laughs> and just picturing them all like as little Navy ladies on ships is so funny. <laughs> Um, they also, they also do suggest like telling each other everything, but then immediately don't tell each other anything. Mm -hmm. So cool. Um... This time they hear the noise and they follow it instead of chickening out. And they find Allie's bracelet. Like, they find the Allison bracelet oh, in the dirt. Oh, put it there. Um, that is how rabbits work. Yeah, they make so much noise and then they and then leave bracelets. Presents. Yeah, it's like the Easter Bunny, right? That's how, that's how that works. Uh, um, they also, they also put the bracelet. comment that's like, oh, like, I just want to catch this person that's texting us. And, like... In my mind, these texts are coming from not like a number you don't know, but like a blocked number. So who's to say that it's just one blocked number? Who's to say it's not a thousand blocked numbers that are all just writing similarly? Who's to say that yeah. it's not just me texting you on my blocked phone and then giving it to my friend Addie who's going to text like, me? Or everybody's texting phone. from like a burner phone or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it could be one person, it could be a hundred people, but they just all assume it's one person. Yeah, they just assume it's one person. I would be so worried that it's a thousand people. I don't know. I would. I, it sounds like one person. They're all the same. They all come at the same time. It's. Um, 
this is oh, also this is what it seems like. This is also where they decide that instead of putting like a shrine to Allie in the shed in the woods, they're gonna do something in town because the person that did this to Allie, in theory, they think is still in town. So like, if they're if they put Allie's like memory in town somewhere that like they will remember her every day and the killer has to see it too which i think is a like a fair idea um and then the last thing that happens in this episode is one of my favorite things that they do in the show it's the a scenes at the end so we get our first a scene because it's really the z scene because it's the last one okay okay yeah Yeah, I love you. Thank you for doing this with me. Um, But yeah, so we see the black gloves and the black hoodie as this person is moving around printing millions of copies in different sizes of Emily and Maya kissing. A doesn't have a cat because there's no cat hair on their black hoodie. There you go. Uh, Or they could just be really clean. They just all consistently have a lint roller going. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, don't want to leave it. If you're gonna be stealing stuff and using gloves, you're gonna you're not gonna want to drop hair anywhere. Right. And they can figure out your kitty from DNA. Yeah. So th- I think that's all of our things. So what are what are Addie's predictions uh, from this episode? So far, I've said Spencer sucks. <laughs> no, you said Mona sucks. Well, no, I think, uh, think same same long-standing prediction that Mona has something to do with all this because she's the only one who they've all been really shitty to from the beginning. And she's now being shitty in turn to Hannah and, like, leeching on her. Okay. Um, and you, you don't like Spencer. You think nah, Spencer's going to get caught? I think so. Oh, cheating on the, the paper. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Spencer's annoying. She deserves to get caught at this point. She's going to be reckless like that. Um, I don't really have any new predictions, I guess, this week. So next week, we're going to talk about Season 1, Episode 4, which is Can You Hear Me Now? Does that make you think of anything? Does that spark any prediction in you? Maybe Jenna will again yell at Toby, What's she thanking you for? Because he's not being too chatty. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Uh, R.I.P. Verizon guy. Yeah, what a traitor. He's the yeah. man. The biggest, the biggest betrayal of our time. That's all the secrets we can share today. For all of our updates, or if you just want to say hi, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at APLL Podcast. Or you can send us an email at aprettylittleliarspodcast at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. We'd like to extend our thanks to Tim Buell for the marvelous music. And a thank you to Ann Allen for the amazing artwork. And an extra special thank you to you for listening. Until Until next time, bitches. bitches.